2: This is Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. Each week, Wendy brings resources and information to help guide you through those next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. Now, here's Wendy Jones with this week's guest.
3: Good morning and welcome to Next Steps for Seniors. I'm Wendy Jones, your host and also owner and operator of Next Steps for Seniors, the business located in Rochester, Michigan, and servicing Southeast Michigan, as you all know. And and this time right now that we're going through has really been, you know, unprecedented, not unlike any other that I think we've gone through as, as a country. And I just wanted to put a shout out to our seniors to let you know that we're here for you. You are not alone, and especially now, know that so many people are doing so many things to reach out to others, and it just warms my heart. So I wanted to dedicate our program today to, to caregiving, and the topic is stay home, stay safe. And there are many ways that we can do that right now, even during the pandemic times. But I wanted to introduce my guest today. Um, she is from Affordable Home Care and i 'm super excited because this organization has done a great job, not just normally but during this pandemic, specifically reaching out to families and making a difference in their lives because many of you may may or may not know that caregivers are still going into the home they are still caring for people, so right now, if you 're a caregiver, please listen to the next two segments of this program. I think it's imperative. That we hear from Brienne and and help us understand better what we can be doing. So, good morning, Brienne. Thank you for being with us today. Good morning, Wendy. Thank you for having me. It's always exciting. I know we were on the program before, um, back in the day, but <laughs> I wanted to just ask some questions today, specifically about what you're seeing during this time in the pandemic. Like, I just feel like obviously things have changed. I know that people are. Exhausted. I mean, we're getting to a point, especially if we're caring for our loved ones in our homes, we're getting tired. We're getting caregiver stress. Let's talk a little bit about what that looks like.
4: Yeah. So we've always been in, you know, our clients' homes. Um, So that part hasn't changed. The part that's changed is. That more people are wanting to stay home, people that were maybe considering assisted living or even you know going to independent living, they just need an extra hand around the home. They just want to stay in their own home, in their own quarters, where they feel safe. So we are going into the home, giving them an extra hand where they need it, whether it's you know making meals for them, um, doing their housekeeping, helping them with their ADLs, which is you know showering, bathing anything like that. And, and, you know, a huge increase, actually, what I might want to add is in our social, socialization and our Mm -hmm. companionship. What we're seeing in particular in, 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 you know, facilities, assisted livings and things like that is the seniors are being isolated in their own homes. They're not really able to even leave their apartments. Their families aren't able to come in and visit them. It's isolating. Um, this can, This can cause a plethora of problems, increase in depression, anxiety. It can make dementia symptoms, you know, increase. So we are going into those homes, just checking up on them, visiting with them, playing with games, having a meal with them. We are still doing this safely. We are protecting ourselves and our families with, you know, masks, gloves, gowns, whatever the family prefers We're doing what we can to keep you safe and our caregivers safe. But it's so, so important right now that people are still getting that socialization and companionship
3: that everybody needs. It's a human need. So let me ask you this. The communities, so let's say an independent living community where they're in their room and they have a little mini apartment, so to speak, Mm -hmm. are the communities are letting companies in but not individual families, members, correct? Like you're an organization. So talk to us a little bit about that because I'm sure the families right now are going, how is it that you're getting in and we can't?
4: Yeah. So we're we're essential workers. The Mm -hmm. caregivers are essential workers. Uh, We're taking the proper precautions to keep everybody safe. And we're prepared for it, so I think the difference would just be that, you know, we are not putting.
3: Yeah, I'm ahead. thinking. Well, I'm just as you're talking. Yeah. I'm thinking that it's um, you're a licensed. You know, you're right. you're bonded. You're insured. Yeah, you're an, a company that's licensed through the state of Michigan. So mm-hmm. you your organization is. And essential, obviously, but covered under the umbrella of the necessity. Right. And I'm sure you have, you know, things in place where you're checking all of your workers and your staff and all of that. So I do think, you know, listeners, this is a time to take advantage. And it may not be forever. It may just be the next 30 to 60 days. And that's what we're all praying, that we're on the other side of this. But we also know that our seniors are going to be the last to be, you know, let so to, so to speak, out of isolation. Right. So I love that you're able to do yeah. that.
4: We're, we're COVID ready is, is a term we've been using. So yes, temperature checks. We've provided thermometers to all of our caregivers. We're delivering personal protective equipment to all of our families in their homes. So they have
3: it in their house. There should be no reason that everybody shouldn't be safe. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I will tell you listeners there, I mean, what's your minimum four hours, four hours. So, you know, think about this. If your loved one is even in an assisted living or at their own home, for goodness sake. Mm They will allow a caregiver in four hours a day, even if it's during lunch, to eat lunch with them, talk to them, play cards, you know, vacuum their family room. You know, these are the types of things that we can take advantage of right now and utilize home care companies right. and their staff. And you might say, you know, well, I don't want somebody else in the home. But guess what? What's what's better? Being isolated, depressed. I mean, caregiver stress is bad. So we just need to look out for each other and we need to pay attention and take advantage of companies like yours that can step in and help us through these situations.
4: Right. And and another thing we're seeing, uh, you know, of the folks that are still living at home is, you know, the grocery shopping, the errands, the things that they used to do. Now they can't. So we can also do those things. So we've also had an increase in that. We've been doing a lot of pharmacy runs, grocery store runs, things like that, taking people to their essential appointments. So, you know, it's just they don't want to go alone. They're, you know, nervous to go out in the world and, you know of the unknown, you know, is what I should say. And we can go with you. I I do
3: believe in that though, because I feel like when two or more are gathered, we're all safer. Right. Yeah. I always tell my daughter, make sure you've got a friend with you, but I feel like that's how we all feel. Right. And so I like that idea of just having, and I'll be honest, listeners, sometimes they just want to get in the car and drive around. Right. Like just take them out to look at the the sun shining, you know, the parks, you know, kids Mm -hmm. playing outside it just gives you joy in your spirit instead of sitting in your home by yourself. Yep. So it's more companion care, I think, that you guys are doing
4: now. We're seeing an increase in it, yes. Um, and, again, we're still able to help those that need any care that we've always provided in the past uh, you know sometimes maybe family members work in the healthcare industry and they don't want to go to mom's house and uh, expose her to to anything that they may you know come in contact with at work so they're nervous about that so we we're seeing it from all sorts of different angles i could literally go on about mm-hmm. all different avenues of of folks that could use us in so many different situations so Just know that we're there and we're ready and we're
3: trained and prepared for this. Brianne, share your phone number. How do our listeners get a hold of you? Sure.
4: Our phone number is 248-419-5010.
3: Okay. So let's talk a little bit about long-term care insurance because I feel like some families have it and they don't even realize that they have it. Um, One of the things that I have learned over the years is I feel like sometimes... The person who's paid for long-term care insurance for six years, let's say, you have to go through an assessment to qualify. Is that correct? That is correct, by the physician. By the physician. So they're going to ask you questions, you know, can you feed yourself? Can you, you know, take a shower on your own, bathe yourself? And the hardest part sometimes, Brianne, is for that person to say, no, I'm not able to do that anymore alone.
4: A lot of times it's just a matter of them not really even realizing it themselves. For example, I have recently run into somebody who didn't realize they had an issue feeding themselves. She thought, I can feed myself. So then I started getting a little deeper into it. I said, "Well, what about preparing your meals? Can you open cans?" I said, "How is you, you know, managing a can opener for you?" And she's like, "Well, my arthritis," she's like, "I can't open cans. Packages of cheese are impossible. I can't use a knife anymore." That's considered a feeding issue. That you would qualify 100% if if you were to just dig a little deeper into those questions and really think about oh, wow, I am having an issue feeding myself. I can't prepare meals and open certain packages for myself.
3: Right. And I think that's, you bring up a great point because it's hard when they ask you a question, can you feed yourself? The generalization is, well, of course I'm eating, right? Right. But when you bring it to that level, those are the things that we start thinking, actually, I do have difficulty Mm -hmm. opening cans. Okay. So good point, but you have to meet at least, is it two ADLs? It depends on the insurance policy. It, It really
4: does depend on the policy, but I'd be happy to go over I'm pretty familiar with a lot of the major policies. I'd be happy to answer any questions that anybody has about it.
3: It's worth a call to Brian's office and ask and just say, hey, here's my policy because how great. If you have been paying for an insurance policy where you can say, okay, now I need to use it. I'd like someone to come into the home and help me around my house to do some things to make it easier for me to get through the day. Right. And that is what you're here for. Give your phone number one more time.
4: 248-419-5010.
3: We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll be talking further with Brianne from Affordable Home Care. You're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Let's welcome
5: Jeremy
1: Camp. Hope comes home with I Still Believe. You can download it now at WatchSalemMedia.com. From the creators of I Can Only Imagine comes the uplifting true life story of Christian music megastar Jeremy Camp. I'm supposed to be with her. I can't explain it. I just know that. Jeremy's hope and faith are put to the test when tragedy strikes.
6: You're going to be healed. What if I'm not supposed to be healed?
1: that. I Still Believe is an incredible story of musical stardom, the heights of love, the depths of loss, and the healing power of the human spirit. One love can change your life.
2: You chose willingly to walk into the fire with her. That's what love
1: is. Witness the true story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp and his journey of love and loss that looks to prove there is always hope. Starring KJ Apa, Britt Robertson, Gary Sinise, and Shania Twain. Own I Still Believe on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital now from Lion Ly- at WatchSalemMedia.com. That's WatchSalemMedia.com.
7: Hey, are you guys open?
2: Yeah, yeah, we are.
8: Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation... Is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal, and families are getting out to shops, stores, and restaurants. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Business Recovery Plan should be ready to go right now. The marketing team at Salem Surround is ready to help, so you don't waste a minute or a dollar recapturing market share. We'll help design your recovery plan targeting potential customers with proven marketing strategies. With everything in our toolkit working for you. Digital, audio, mobile, even audience-engaging contests and promotions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital marketing plan.
0: Find out more about Salem Surround at salemsurrounddetroit.com. That's salemsurrounddetroit.com.
7: You have all helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, Wants to give back to my listeners. Just go to mypillow.com right now and click on the radio listener specials. You're gonna see some amazing offers right now. My Pillow is offering an exclusive radio special today. They are offering buy one get one free on a variety of their amazing products, including the Supima My Pillows, Giza Dreams Sheets, My Pillow Towels, Roll and Go Anywhere Pillows, Duvet Covers, Giza Pillowcases, Bolster Pillows, Neck Pillows, plus. If you buy Mike Lindell's book, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, you'll get free shipping and a $25 gift card. Just go to MyPillow.com and enter the promo code WDTK. That's MyPillow.com, promo code WDTK. For
2: the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com.
7: MyPillow is answering the call for more face masks as the country continues to deal with the global coronavirus pandemic. They will be making face masks for
9: hospitals across the country. Armchair psychologists have tried and failed to throw doubt on President Trump's sanity. There's a new book that puts famous insane leaders in historic perspective. It's called History's Nine Most Insane Rulers author scott rank has unearthed the real lives of the nine most mentally unbalanced leaders through the ages some suffered from schizophrenia like king charles VI of france who thought he was made of glass then there's ottoman sultan ibrahim the first who practiced his archery skills by pointing his arrows at his palace servants order the new book history's nine most insane rulers today at amazon or
0: wherever books are sold This is Randy Brown with The Patriot Detroit, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 101.5 FM and AM 1400, you can also listen to us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap News Talk, and scroll down to WDTK, The Patriot. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com.
3: This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. Our topic today stay home and stay safe. So, the goal today, we're talking with Breanne from Affordable Home Care, is to discuss the things that they can be doing to come into your home to help you. There are ways to stay home and to do it safely. And that's really what we're trying to educate everybody on. And some of the things we can be looking for, like in the last segment we talked about the long-term care insurance policy, why not try to activate some of those right now? There are things that maybe you're not able to do that you wish you could that you could be getting paid for through long-term care because affordable home care and other home care companies is private pay. So it is out of pocket, and you pay an hourly amount, And usually the minimum at most companies is four hours, but it's worth a call because you want to make the call and say, what is it you can help me be doing during the week? And you go even, what, 12 hours a week you could be helping somebody. Oh,
4: sure. I mean, essentially you're in charge of the schedule as long as it's that minimum requirement of of the four-hour shifts. Um, We can come any time of day, any day of the week, you're in charge of the schedule. So that's the beauty of it is it's very flexible.
3: So my biggest concern is there's probably, you know, a husband and wife maybe that are home together alone right now, and they're thinking to them in in their 80s, right? And the wife might be taking a lot of care of the husband. Um, These are all hypothetical, but I'm just sharing this with you. So I want to read the definition of caregiver burnout to our listeners, um, because you might not realize how burned out you truly are. Caregiver burnout is a state of physical, emotional, and mental exhaustion. It may be accompanied by a change in attitude from positive and caring to negative and unconcerned. Burnout can occur when caregivers don't get the help they need or if they try to do more than they are able, physically and financially. So I just want to encourage our listeners, and I know sometimes it's hard to look at your situation objectively, but if that's you... If what I just read is you, then it's time to make a phone call. And it's only going to be temporarily. You don't have to say, I'm giving up. But I, I want to just talk through those emotions because I know you hear this a lot when you're out doing assessments with people. I feel like sometimes like they feel guilty, like I should be able to take care of my loved one. Right. So I, I a lot of the, the keywords
4: I, I hear and I, I, they're explained to me one way or the other is, is guilt. Burden and stress. So all three of those are tied into caregiver burnout. There's guilt from the children or the caregiver, the spouse saying, "I should be able to do this all on my own," but they also feel burdened. This is just too much. Their stress is so unhealthy for the body. Um, it, it can, you know, a whirlwind of things can can stem from that. Um, and and just you know, burden, guilt, stress are the three main terms that I use and talk Mm -hmm. about with the families quite often. So you never want to say that your loved one's becoming a burden and nobody wants to admit that they may be a burden to their caregiver, but it happens more quickly. And the way I say it is you can't do it all. Not one person can
3: be responsible to do it all. Right. And I do think that we think we can do it, right? Everybody thinks we can do it. And we say, Oh, it's okay. I'm going to get through today. I'm going to make this happen. It's going to be all right. And then you wake up in the morning and you're exhausted and you're like, Oh my gosh, I got to do it again. This really changes family dynamics. Also, Uh, I can give you a perfect example of a family
4: I met with earlier this week, Uh, two daughters and a mother. And the mom is having a difficult time seeing that she is burdening her children with all of her needs it's not her fault but her daughters are being pulled in multiple directions trying to manage their own families their jobs and still having to be there for mom a lot around the clock and they're starting to feel angry and resentful and the mom's feeling that and she's feeling she's sensing it and she's giving it right back so it's just it's changing what used to be a beautiful relationship They want to go back to just going to mom's house and enjoying being with her instead of worrying about all the things that need to be done. Is she eating? Is she staying hydrated? Has she taken her meds? Is she going to fall? Who's doing her laundry? We need to take out the trash. Let's change these light bulbs. The list never ends. It goes from being a wonderful relationship to going to mom's and
3: worrying about what you have to do. Exactly. And that's why we're here today, because exactly of what you just said, like, we truly want to be able to help people through that process. Um, I really feel strongly that this is the time, if we've ever had a time, this is the time where we need to recognize this is going on. And we have to be, you know, they say admitting it is like the number one thing, like recognizing that there could potentially be a problem talking about that there's a problem, Mm -hmm. and then physically doing something about that problem. Right. So the action item is you. We need to call an organization like yourself. You guys do a great job. You're able to reach out and grab a hold of the situation, and you're the caregiver. And Brianne, don't you find sometimes, too, that sometimes these, um, these family members listen to you versus listening to their children it's have you seen that happening like if your daughter the time. says mom you can't go up those stairs they're like yes i can but if you say no i don't think you should go up the stairs i'd be like oh yeah, yeah you're probably right honey it's it's very true
4: i think it, it, it's the same you know comparison to kids are wonderful for their babysitters versus you know their parents sometimes it's just who you're comfortable with you're not always going to be on your 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 best behavior. You're just more comfortable. You're, you know, you, you feel like you can get away with more essentially. And you want to, I don't want to say put on an act, but you want to prove that you can do it. So when I go there, you know, visit with the families, it's, it's very non-intimidating. I'm just trying to get a good picture of what they're going through. And then I also try to describe to them how I can come in and help. I'm not taking over your life. But let's let's fix this family dynamic before, you know, things get out of hand and, and resentment, you know, takes place. And, and nobody nobody has time for that. Everybody wants to enjoy, you know, the years we all have left with each other. Nothing's guaranteed. So the less stress that a family has and
3: the more that we can help, we're all winning. Well, one of the things that I like to encourage, too, and this is just an idea of families is. You know, mom, dad, will you do me a favor? Will you talk to this organization and do this for me? Like, do this for me because I need you to get the help that you need. And uh, it's keeping me up at night. It's keeping me up at night not knowing if you fell out of bed or if you made it to the bathroom. And so, you know, when when the whole family is not sleeping because of a situation, that's a really good indication we need to do something about it. And if nothing else, start slow mm-hmm. and see how it goes. And a lot of times, honestly, people recognize, you know what? This is good help to have. And right. I do need this. And you know what? I actually could have it more often.
4: Yeah. A lot of times it's an aha moment when I'm meeting with the family. The the people start to communicate with each other. Um, maybe mom didn't really know that the daughter was feeling this way. There's a lot of tears. There's a lot of emotions involved. Not with every visit, but with a good majority because things start to come out of the woodwork of, well, I'm feeling this way. I'm feeling stressed and overworked and I'm not sleeping and I'm not eating prop appropriately because I'm worried about you and what I have to do for you all while trying to manage my own life. And it's just, it's anybody feels, you know, in this situation would feel overwhelmed and you know, what's next. You're, it's a constant fear and anticipation of, of something worse happening. But what if something happens to the caregiver Then
3: what? Then what's going to happen? Well, and you bring up a great point because there is a statistic that in many situations, the caregiver is so burned out and so stressed Mm -hmm. that they end up passing away first. Yep. Right. I
4: mean, a lot of times we even see, you know, uh, a son's been helping his mom for so long and. You know, he hurts his back, he tweaks his back, so then he's out of work, and it's just a whole spiral of, of situations that can happen. So even though it may not always result in death, which ultimately we, we hope it doesn't, I mean, so many things can happen from caregiver and you burnout. you could end up in the hospital you while your loved
3: one is home, and then who's taking care of them? A so lot of times of I this. meet with
4: families when they were ready yesterday, and so I always say, let's get ahead of it. If you can, just at least know your options. Exactly. Know that it's there before it becomes a serious issue.
3: I am so thankful that you were with us here today. Yeah, this thank is you for sharing. Share your phone number one more time. Sure,
4: it's 248 419 5010.
3: And you can call anytime. Anytime. Talk to the intake person, talk to Brianne, whoever answers the phone, and just ask these questions. It right. is worth a conversation. And the assessment is free of charge. You can have all, as you can talk for an hour on the phone, sure. at least to get a better feel of if this could be an option for you. Right. And even now, I'm still offering to come to people's
4: homes um, and do an in-person assessment. I do like to get eyes on the situation, especially Mm -hmm. if we are going to start services. But some families aren't even local and some families aren't comfortable with having me come in the home at this time. I can easily set up a virtual meeting. What is
3: your um,
4: service area? Uh, We cover Oakland, uh, parts of Wayne and parts of Macomb, but call me because you never know if if, even if it's a little out of our coverage area, we still may
3: be able to service you. Excellent. Thank you so much. And thank you for what you do for our seniors every day. It just warms my heart. We need you. We need people like you out there that care about people. Listeners, we're going to move into our last two segments. As uh, most of you know, we do a special series for seven weeks called One Nation Under God. So this is a time that I really feel through this pandemic that we can be looking at ourselves and making changes, as we talked about in the last couple segments, you know, doing a little cleansing of our own lives and what we can be doing for others through this time. This is a time that we don't want to go back to normal. We want to go back and be changed. So I just encourage you to stay tuned for the next two segments of One Nation Under God. We'll be back with you in just a moment. The things that I hoped for, the things that I dreamed, the plans that my husband and I had, pretty much in every way they fell apart.
1: Sometimes life doesn't turn out the way you planned. Sarah Hagerty on Focus on the Family Minute recalling a time when she really struggled and how she grew closer to God through that.
4: And multiple times when we thought this could not get any worse, the next day something terrible happened. Everything I want for my life feels like it's sand in my hands. I have it for a second and then it's gone. It was in that time that I really started to feel the invitation of God to find out who He really was to the brokenhearted. And, And that finding Him as near to the broken, first seeing myself as broken going, my life is not working like I thought. I'm not producing like I thought. I'm not feeling the success of being a Christian in this world. So
6: who are you to me?
1: God is close to the brokenhearted. More at familyminute.org.
6: I'm Brian Kurtz, president of AIP Financial Services. A fixed annuity is similar to a CD at a bank. They both give you a guaranteed interest rate for a certain period of time and are very safe. Fixed annuities, though, typically pay a higher interest rate than CDs, and the interest is tax-deferred until you take it out. As an independent advisor, I'm proud to be able to offer the highest guaranteed rates anywhere in the nation. Call AIP Financial Services today at 866-247-6663 to find out what you could be earning on your safe money.
9: Finally, the story of how the Justice Department tried to subvert President Trump. It's in a brand new book entitled Above the Law. This is Matt Whitaker, former acting United States Attorney General. My new book, Above the Law, is a first-hand account of how former FBI Chief James Comey and top officials in the Justice Department worked against the President and how the Mueller investigation amounted to nothing more than political subversion. Read Matthew Whitaker's eye-opening account of Obamagate in Above the Law. It's at Amazon and wherever books are sold.
7: I'm a counselor for the Michigan Problem Gambling Helpline. People don't want to call us. They're ashamed, and they don't think they can be helped. I have years of experience as a counselor, and real-life experience, too. I was a gambler once myself, so nothing you say can shock me. It's my job
3: to help you, so call me. Call 1-800-270-7117 for help. Sponsored by the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services and the Michigan Association of Broadcasters.
1: Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station.
6: Why can't I get a monkey? Why can't you catch a whale with a worm? Dad, can we go to the moon on vacation?
2: If you think it's tough answering these questions... Imagine the ones you'll get if your child is diagnosed with cancer. CureSearch.org is a website that can help. It connects you to the doctors and scientists whose collaborative research has turned childhood cancer from a nearly incurable disease to one with an overall cure rate of 78%. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council.
6: Hello friends, this is Luke Hammett and I have some exciting news for you. Now in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to Radio.com, choose News Talk Radio, and then scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick us up on the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you'll love it. Check us out today at Radio.com.
3: This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. As I mentioned in the first two segments, we're moving into our one nation under God. And I really feel strongly about it being time, time in our country, time in our lives, really to look at where we are and maybe do a little self-reflection and Truly, I feel that it's time to get back to one nation under God. And Satan's almost working overtime trying to cause division in our, in our spirit, in our countries. And I just want to encourage our listeners today that this is a time for us to focus these next two segments on what we can be doing, how we can get back to bringing God back into our country and truly be one nation under God which is what I believe our founding fathers saw many years ago. Right. And we need to pick it back up. So right now I have two dear, sweet friends and, and my pastors, yeah. Pastor Dominic Russo and his beautiful wife, Amira. Good morning. Good morning. Great to be
8: with you, Wendy. Thank you. Yeah. Thank
3: you for being with us today. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just telling Pastor Dominic last um, week when he was speaking, um, we talked about perspective. Yes. yes. And And I just feel like, there's so many things in life that our perspective is like brought in different directions by. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But so I was telling him about my one nation under God. And he mm-hmm. mentioned how, how that pledge got started and how that one nation under mm-hmm. God got in our pledge. Share yes. that with our, share that with our great, listeners. Great,
8: Wendy uh, last week I did that. Um, I was privileged to honor our, our veterans and people that gave the ultimate sacrifice. And I looked up the pledge allegiance and I realized that in 1954, President Eisenhower added the two words "under God" in the Pledge of Allegiance. I thought it always had been there, but it, he added it in, in the threat of communism. He said, "No, the communism threat, the anti-God, the agnostic, the atheism, the communism." He said, "No, we're a nation that's under God, and I want." He, he encouraged Congress to put those two words in there, which they did. And Love now the, the you know so now it's it's a wonderful thing to know that we're we're back with the roots and. I, I gave that scripture of of, of Isaiah 59:21, I think it is, that when the enemy comes in like a flood, he raises up a standard against him. And I think that in these times and what Eisen, President Eisenhower felt was the enemy was, no, let's raise the standard. We're one nation under God. Our values come from the Bible, the word of God and that's what we get that's what our philosophy's from that's what that's what we get our life from so our views from our perspective yeah
3: and and don't you feel too pastor that you know as life happens mm-hmm. so to speak we just kind of walk you know the we just walk off the pages of the bible and we don't even realize it
8: yeah you're right
3: and and this is a time to kind yeah. of bring us all back
8: yes yes you know we were talking earlier just about the whole pandemic and The whole pandemic and all that's been going on in our nation, in the world, 180 some nations been touched by the pandemic, but you know, all things work together for good. I was, I was reading in second Chronicles when the Lord says, when the rain doesn't fall and there's plagues in your land and all these things are happening in society. He said, you know, many times it's me pulling back and allowing these things to happen to, to get everybody's attention. God gets tremendous mileage out of it all. But it makes us think about what's really important, get back to the basics, get back to God, get back to our families, get back to relationships that are right. So exactly. It's a powerful thing, the perspective.
3: And, and I think our listeners can relate to that, don't you? Because mm-hmm. we've all kind of changed over mm-hmm. over the course of the last eight weeks or so. I'm yeah. sure everybody feels it. It's a little uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but we're sensing it. Everyone's kind of right. sensing yeah, something's 100%. going on, don't you think?
8: Yeah. Amen. Exactly. I feel, you know, um, you know, people. Even, even for us, even what happened recently with the the, the gentleman that was put underneath the knee of that police officer. Oh, yes. um, you know, and um, and and all the different things with the senior citizens, with the pandemic and the nursing homes. It's like people are looking and saying, "What is going on here?" It's it's getting everybody. You know, what has heightened our sensitivity to say, "What is happening here?" Where's where are we going with everything? So I think it's a it's an amazing time, like you said, to reflect, but amazing time to say, God, where where am I in the midst of all this? Where do I need to be right now? And for believers, it's really a great time to say more than ever before, I want to bend towards God like I've never had before and have that perspective, the God perspective on where I'm going and what I'm doing right now. Very important.
3: So so share with us, Pastor, what your thoughts are and how how we get God's perspective, like, mm. how, how? What do we need to do? Like, let's mm. kind of get in the nuts and bolts of it, because it's yeah. great to say that. Like, yeah. I, and then we know we kind of need it, mm-hmm. but how do we do that?
8: That's a good question. I, I because this perspective thing was really on me. I looked it up, uh, and the the Latin root meaning means to look through, so or perceive. It has to do with the way you see things. But I love the idea of looking through. You don't see it just on the surface, but you look deeper. And that's what I love about the believer, and he said the natural man cannot receive the things of God. They're spiritually discerned. So that's why the Lord get a little Bible little Bible in here, but that's why the Lord says unless a man is born again he cannot see the way God sees. That literally you have to have this spiritual birth. Once you have the spiritual birth, you have a first birth, that's the natural the natural only can produce the natural. So when you've been born naturally, biologically, you produce natural things, you see things natural, you see with your physical eye, your physical ears, your your physical feelings. But when you're born spiritually, that's the great gift that God gives. And Then we get to see things in God's way, God's perspective. We go deeper than the surface, where people could be a lot of times alarmed by things. We say God is with us. We're going through this, and He's going to turn it for good. But maybe some things that people aren't getting alarmed about, we get alarmed about, and say, "Who's going to speak up for the innocent? The injustice that's going on? Who's going to say something right now?" So it's really, it's really that spiritual birth that gives you perspective. You know, it's God perspective on things. That's the first. That's the first process. Okay, I love that. Yeah. I love
3: that. So let's let's talk about that for a second. So, what can we be doing to get that spiritual birth? Because everybody thinks we have to do something, right? It's yeah. about works.
8: Right, right, right. Yeah, that's that's the beautiful thing. It's God's greatest gift. I literally, um, if I would have known this when you were five, you would have took God's gift because it's not based on your right, your wrong, your good works. It's it's based on what Christ did at the cross. God's work for us. God did all the work, my friend. He knew that we all miss it. We all make mistakes and we all sin. every one of us and we can't get to God based on if I'm just good enough. If I just outdo the other person next to me, I'm not as bad as it. No, the Bible says we've, we've all sinned and fallen short and, uh, we need a savior to, to cover the basis and to reconcile the, the slate. And I couldn't reconcile myself. You can't. So God sent his son, Jesus, and Jesus died on the cross. He paid for our sins with his precious blood and when we put our faith in Christ, there's a spiritual birth that takes place. That's that's as simple as that, that uh, unless a man is born spiritually, he can't see. And Christ came. He's called the seed, the incorruptible seed. And when you receive his seed, you become spiritually born. Just like my father's seed went into my mother. I was physically born, naturally born. Christ's seed gives you spiritual birth. And it happens the moment you say, Christ, come into my heart. Yeah, that's... The light comes on.
3: And it's that easy. That easy. Like, it's that easy. Like, right now, listeners, you can get on your knees. That's right. And you can say, Christ, Christ, come into my heart. Come
8: into my heart. That's simple, like a little child. Say, Jesus, I believe in you. I don't know about you, but I heard from the gospel. I heard that you died for my sins personally. And this is the way you get God back in your country. You know, God in your country. It's one person at a time. It's me bowing my knees to God. And daily bowing my knees to God and say, I surrender to the Lord. So if you're listening today, I just want you to know that God loves you. He's been watching you, seeing you, his favor is with you. And he's really set this up for you and I, Wendy and my wife, to have this moment. And he wants you, my friend. He wants you in his family. And it's simply, he sent his son to die for you so that your sins could all be forgiven. My friend, they've already been forgiven. Jesus already paid the price. Now you just need to accept God's gift. Just say this. Say, Jesus just say, come into my heart. I want to take you as my Savior. I want to receive you as my Lord. Fill me with your presence, your Holy Spirit now, and help me to see things the way you see them. Give me that spiritual birth, and let me have that spiritual perspective so I, things, I see things, that I walk by faith now and not by sight. I thank you, Lord, for giving me this gift of perception through the new birth, through my spiritual birth. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
3: Amen. Amen. And and that, mm. listeners, mm. that is how you mm. say. I want to start fresh. I want a brand new slate. There's is. not one thing that God sees, not one sin, mm. nothing. It's all cleansed. Yeah. It's gone. It's mm. washed away. And that is exactly how we get His perspective. That's
8: exactly the way. That uh, starts from there, and the rest. The Scripture says, "If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old Amen. things are passed away. All things become new." a new perspective. I remember the first day Christ came in me, the grass looked greener, the skies looked brighter. I, I started hearing God's voice. The Bible came alive to me. You'll understand spiritual things now. That's, it's, they seem foolish to you now, but now that you've got Christ in you, it's going to begin to make sense.
3: And some of the things that we need to do, number one, rely on the Bible because he gives us this yep. book. It's yes. a gift. He gave us all the instructions. It's like exactly an instruction right. manual, that's right? A, exactly and it's, right. And it's right there in front of oh, us. That's right. So so stay tuned into our, into our next segment because we're going to get into a little bit more about his perspective and mm. how to be discipled, to move forward in that relationship, to start fresh, to reevaluate, and to make changes because... We are brand new. You're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. We'll be back in just a moment. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time.
0: So I went the the um, ophthalmologist for my eye exam. I usually go yearly. He says, what are you doing? And I told him about balance of nature. He said, well, whatever you're doing, keep it up.
6: My primary doctor, she couldn't get over how much better I was doing. She said she'd never seen anything like it.
7: I hope this is really kicking off because it's, it's been a godsend, I'm telling you. I mean, I'm a pharmacist and for two years, I haven't had a cold. Balance of nature has impacted my life in a positive way.
3: Don't wait to see what getting over 10 servings of whole fruits and vegetables every day can do for you. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1-800-2468-751 or by going to balanceofnature.com. And make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code DETROIT.
5: Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, meds too. Call 800-555-2085.
6: 800-555-2085. I'm Brian Kurtz, president of AIP Financial Services.
7: Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk Radio, and then scroll down to WDTK, The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com.
3: This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. We're here today talking about it's time to get back to one nation under God. This is our special series. It's a seven-week series. We're in week three right now. And as you just heard from Pastor Dominic and Amira, our focus truly this segment is what is the next step after we just had that refreshing that renewal that moment of letting go and cleansing and being able to start over. So how is it we start over? So we're going to talk further about perspective mm-hmm. and maybe what those next steps are pastor. You can kind of Very talk good. us through.
8: Yeah. So great to be back with you in the last segment we talked about having that spiritual birth. We've all had the physical birth, the natural birth, the biological birth. And what when we're born physically, born naturally, we see things naturally. But the spiritual birth, that's what God came to give us through his son, Jesus Christ. We talked about this last segment. You have that spiritual birth. Now you get a spiritual. You get to, your, your perspective goes deeper now. It doesn't see things just on the surface. So now you're getting a spiritual. You're getting a God perspective, a deeper perspective that really lights up your life. Uh, this is a great scripture, um, Wendy, uh, 2 Corinthians 5.7. It says, we walk by faith and not by sight. This is really a huge thought because faith says I, I get to see God, even though not even with my physical eye, but with my spiritual eye, I get to see and know that he's right with me. So my my physical senses might say, boy, this is going on, that's going on. But when you walk by faith and not by sight, you could say, yeah, that's going on. But God is greater. He's with me. He's going to strengthen me. He's helping me. He's walking with me. And to have that confidence Walking through life, matter of fact, I was talking today that even, even the Lord blessed me with my wife. He gave me a perception, insight that a mirror was to be my mate. He gave me that illumination, had the strength. Her father was Muslim. It wasn't easily. He threatened to kill me. All these different things because he didn't understand. But I knew the Lord had already kind of spoken. I had perception. This is the one. And I knew that because God was with me, I could handle Mr. Kalani. I loved him, and I ended up leading him to the Lord. He's in heaven today. But I mean, but that's what faith gives you, the ability to go to places and do things that you could never do in the natural arena. Yeah.
3: And that's great, because like you said, when God is with you... Yeah. You know, he enables you to do this stuff. So you knew, you just know in your spirit that you're called to something. So talk us through maybe some of those beginning steps. Like I know we talked about the Bible. Mm -hmm. God gives us the Bible, this book Mm -hmm. that really has the answers in Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's hard, Mm -hmm. you know, to to find our way through. So all of our beginning people, maybe that just said that prayer with you last segment, what would you recommend for them as the next step?
8: That's good. First Peter, there's a there's a scripture of the Bible it's called the Epistle of Peter, First Peter 2 2. It says as 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 newborn babies desire the sincere, sincere milk of the word. Just as a baby instinctively goes to the mother's breast to get fed, to get milk, everyone that accepts Christ gets a hunger for the Bible. You just get drawn to the word of God. And as a baby feeds off the mother, We're to feed off the Bibles, our spiritual food. And you're going to find out, my friend, that you're craving spiritual food right now. And that's the Bible, the Word of God. And this time it's going to be wonderful because you have the Holy Spirit who's the author of the Bible. He's going to give you illumination. He's going to make that book come alive to you. He's going to feed your spirit. He's going to literally feed your faith. And that's a tremendous that's what I begin. I mean, when I first had my spiritual birth, I just craved the Bible. I mean, I'd go upstairs in my bedroom, I was 18 years old, I'd read my Bible, run downstairs. Dad, did you see what did you see what John said and Peter said and James said? The Bible comes alive and it feeds your faith and it gives you God begins to show you your purpose, your calling, your destiny. It's it's a beautiful thing. So you'll you're gonna you're gonna get a hunger for the Bible. That's gonna go. The second thing is they're gonna become doers of the Bible. So you're, you're going to get a hunger for the Bible, then you're going to start acting on the Bible. You know, i got two beautiful women in this office right now. Every day they look at a mirror. The mirror they look at, why? Because they get to put their makeup on right, they get to comb their hair right, and the mirror helps us. The The, the scripture says the Bible is like our spiritual mirror. When we look at the Bible, we get to make changes maybe in our attitudes, Um, We go to the Bible, and it gives us vision to do things we never thought we can do. And we begin to act on the Bible. We put it into practice every day. And before you know it, you say, well, what does the Bible say about my marriage? What does the Bible say about raising my children? This book is, the scripture says, heaven and earth is going to pass away, but God's word will stand throughout all eternity. And my friend, when you build your life upon the word of God, the Bible, you'll always see tremendous fruit come up. You'll be planted in the book and you're going to grow strong and beautiful fruit's going to grow by getting into the Word of God and then beginning to act on the Word of God. Amen. Yes, Amir, you know that's true. Oh,
0: the
7: Bible. There's nothing like the written word of God. It's his love letter to us. Yes. It's the rhema. It's good. the written word of God. It becomes mm. it becomes alive to you. So yes. that's what's going to happen. Just like Pastor said, the Bible become, comes alive to you. Yeah. Whatever you you have need of in this time of your life, yeah. the answer is in the Bible. You know, you can read a proverb a day. There's 31 Proverbs. So today is the yeah. 29th. You can read Proverbs 29. But if, when you listen to this on Saturday... You can read that day, and it's filled with wisdom and direction, and you just—it enlightens you. It's the greatest gift that God's given us, besides His.
3: Amen. 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 So, Pastor, tell us too. Like, you have services online. Obviously, we yes. so mm-hmm. have a building. We mm-hmm. know that. Yep. But for our listeners, they could tune in on Sunday morning. Yes. And yes. hear you live.
8: Yep. They can go to YouTube Oakland Church, or they can go to our website OaklandChurch.me. OaklandChurch.me. Or they can go to YouTube Oakland Church, and it's at 9 o'clock in the morning and, 7, and 11 o'clock. YouTube Oakland Church or oaklandchurch.me. Two wonderful services. Obviously, they could play the the recording of that over and over again at any time. But I believe you'll get blessed. It's, it's based on the, the Bible. You'll listen to some great praise and worship music. And I'll tell you, we, we feel like the Lord's really speaking through us right now to help people. and yeah, like, like the Word of God does. So we encourage you. We'd love to have you online with us.
3: And I and I also feel like um, discipleship is important. And when you plug into a church, you know, some of our listeners may never have been to a church before, mm-hmm. and they're more comfortable in their own home watching online, and, and we're good with that. I mean, yeah. things have changed. We all yeah. need to pivot, right, right. and it's okay to do that for a mm-hmm. while. Mm-hmm. But there's something that the people being around people that believe like you believe there's mm-hmm. something about that that i think is unique and special so i know your church is going to be opening as many are across right. michigan yeah. probably the end of june mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so i just want to encourage you it's important to get plugged in yeah. to get discipleship from mm-hmm. a great pastor yep yeah.
8: Yeah. you know psalms 92 says uh blessed are those that are planted in the house of god whether you know it or not, the Lord calls us like a planting, the planting of the Lord, like you plant a beautiful seed in the ground. When you're planted in the house of God, that means amongst the church, the people of the church in a Bible-believing, spirit-filled atmosphere. The scriptures says when you're planted in the house of God, you will you will flourish in the courts of God. The Lord wants your spiritual life to begin to flourish. And like Wendy said, the fellowship of saints is the most powerful thing. Uh, it's, the, the power between when you believers come together is, is so special because Inside of every person in that church that accepts Christ, the Lord is in the hearts of these people. And you get to see a little facet of God in each person. Uh, Mira has a facet of God that's not like me. She shows me a different side of God. Wendy has a different. And when you begin to get in the body of Christ with the church, you see this wonderful, like a diamond. Everyone's reflecting a different part of the nature and character of God. It is the most beautiful, fascinating thing that you could ever, ever be a part of, the church.
3: Well, the Bible says don't forsake assembling together. Assembling together, because the reality is people yeah, think, good. oh, I don't need church, right? Mm. I'm, I'm good on my own. I can watch it on TV. But you do need it. You do need others. Yeah. Just like you said, I think it's important. So in our last minute or so here um, on the program, I just want to... I want to kind of sum up the most important things you think that we we talked about today, Pastor.
8: Yeah. Yeah. Basically just getting uh, the the most powerful thing is faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Uh, You know, we leak every day. That's why we need fresh faith. The Bible says man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that's proceeding out of the mouth of God. So that's why I need fresh faith every day. That's why I get in the Bible every day because I need faith for today. And my friend, Jesus is the bread of life for us. So I want to encourage you every day, feed your faith. How do you do that? Get in the word, get around other Christians. Why? Because people speak the word to me. I love it. Sometimes I get, I I hear faith through people that builds my faith up. So I want to encourage you to keep that right perspective in a world that's filled with complexities, confusion, and chaos. You need something bigger and stronger and greater. It's the Word of God. It's the Word of God, the Bible, and other Christians and other believers that are speaking God's Word that will bless your faith and build your faith strong.
3: Amen. And if we all did this, imagine a world, imagine a nation, one nation, Under God. I mean, it just gives me chills because now we're unified. We're one. We're not divided. We are one people. And who does it start with? Us. We need to rise above Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. and look to our God and become that one nation under God. And it's up to us and we can do it. So thank you, Pastor. Thank you, you, Amira, for being here. God bless you both for what you're doing. Join them at oaklandchurch.me on Sunday. Thank you.
0: Do you have 2020 vision, spiritually? If you want to make a difference in your life that impacts years to come, then it's time to Stand With Israel by going there. Consider the thrilling excitement of joining nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka and the Patriot Detroit on the Stand With Israel Tour this December 2nd to 11th. More than a vacation, this journey will guide you through centuries of faith as you visit significant places right out of scripture. Along the way, your host will broadcast on-site while you watch and participate